That's my interpretation of a drum roll. Welcome to the How To Dad podcast. My name is Devin Pierce, and we are live on Mixer. And I have an itchy nose, which seems to be pretty usual when I'm podcasting. I don't know what that's about. It's nerves. Definitely nerves. Today is September 11th, 2019, which is a pretty important anniversary for most of the world, and especially the United States. Um, the spouse and I were actually just talking about September 11th the other day, and where we were when we heard about it and stuff, so didn't realize until I was doing today's show notes that I would be doing a show on September 11th, but uh, I felt it was worth a mention. Our last episode was on September 4th, and we talked about showing children you love them. And that's where we looked at how we can express love to our children throughout the different stages of their life. Today is episode 24, and we are discussing apathy as love. Each week I bring you guys tips and tricks for parenting, adulting, and life as a whole, and share the tools from my figurative toolbox to help make you better equipped for life's great adventure. The How To Dad podcast is owned and hosted by myself, Devin Pierce, and is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial, share-alike, 4.0. This international license has all rights reserved. I feel like my microphone is extra sensitive today, which makes no sense because I didn't change any settings from last week. But whatever. I have started my week off. As in, today is my first day off for the next uh, week. And I may very well have started it the best possible way. By sleeping 13 and a half hours. Went to bed just before 6 o'clock last night and woke up at 7.30 this morning. And what is even better than that is the baby slept for the same length of time. Which means that we woke up charged and ready to take on the world. But at the same time, we haven't gotten any further in life than the days where we don't sleep that much. Well, that's, uh, that's parenting for you. Or... At least a mild obsession with spending way too much time on Twitter. It happens. I also had the additional distraction of being productive and have, uh, from being productive by having to go pick up my oldest boy from school today as he got sick and threw up at the front door of the school. And though he did seem to be doing much better when I picked him up, they did not want him there. <laughs> At least it was outside. Sucks when you have to clean carpets. Now, my goal this week I have off is getting everything cleaned up and out of my garage. As it's just kind of been the place where things go. Um, and I need to do this before the snow comes as I need to be able to get my spouse's car into the garage as her one door, all the wires are broken in it so the window doesn't roll up properly. It's just stuck with this gap. And having a car full of snow sucks. So, 
that being said, outside of getting last week's episode edited and out to the world, I won't be doing much in the way of content creation or streaming, as I do have to prioritize the IRL winterization of my home. And because I live in Canada, winter could be here next Tuesday for all I know. Mother Nature is rarely predictable when you live within the foothills and mountains. So let's get on with the show, as they say. Now today is probably going to be a much shorter episode than we have had recently. And that is because, well, we don't really have a reading material or reference to relate to you guys today. As you may recall, I said I would spend my previous weekend figuring out what this week's episode would be. However, I only got this week's planned, not next week's as I had hoped, because I attended several birthdays over the weekend. This week's episode, Apathy as Love, was inspired by a conversation with my spouse where she mustered up the courage to describe to me how she feels more apathetic than passionate about our relationship. Now, if you're not really sure what apathy or to be apathetic is, we define apathy as a lack of emotion, interest, or concern about something. Apathy may also be described as a state of indifference or the suppression of emotions. Vulcans. Vulcans are apathetic. Essentially, in the heart-to-heart conversation that we had, it wasn't that an entirely apathetic situation was occurring. My spouse explained to me how she knows she loves me, and that the idea of me not being with her, or not being part of her life, made her sad. But that the overwhelming passion of the honeymoon state was definitely not how she felt about a relationship. And there is more to that conversation, obviously, however, I just wanted to simplify it for today's episode. In the end, I gave a little bit of a chuckle and I explained to her how it was perfectly normal to feel that way, because all we, as we all know, the honeymoon phase is well a phase, which is defined as a, a distinct period or stage in the series of events or processes of change or development. It's just simply a part of something, and is not the whole kit and caboodle, right? Now this is something I understood fairly well as being the natural process of human relationships with another human. And I have some theories as to why this may have been a worry to my spouse, which stems from the differences in how she and I grew up and were raised. However, that's not what we're going to get into with this episode. It's not relevant to understanding the topic, though it did give me a bit of insight into how possibly my children might look at relationships as they get older, which was actually pretty cool. Um, Very often, 
the differences between my spouse's childhood and my own give me insight to how my children may see things differently from myself. And it, that is a really, really um, like I said, it's really cool, but definitely one of my favorite aspects about our relationship is because we started our lives so differently that she has gives me the different viewpoint to see things from. That's pretty awesome. But essentially, there comes a point in time once the honeymoon phase and all the endorphins have worn off, uh, the initial envelopment of the relationship has come to an end. It's where things kind of calm down. And like I said, these are perfectly normal points in a relationship. But because different types of people love and understand things differently, it may not come across that way to those people. As I said, for myself... This seemed perfectly normal, but it was a concern for my spouse. So if you aren't openly communicating with your spouse, as mine did, uh, transitions from one phase or stage in a relationship to another may not go over as smoothly as you hope for. Which is something to consider. Now, I put my spouse's concerns at ease by expressing to her that I did feel the same way. But it is good to know that this type of apathy is different than how restricting the definition, maybe. When you look at the definition, it seems very, very much like all things, all emotions, all aspects of life, woe is me, I feel nothing. And while it can be that way, this form of apathy is more about the acceptance and acknowledgement than it is about lacking anything. When you get to this point in your relationship, you understand your love differently than you do when you're caught up in all the passion of the early stages. What's that expression? Uh, puppy dog love. Right? Just in there, crazed, enjoying the moment, but you aren't actually thinking very well, right? Because you're flushed with hormones and love and emotion is just this explosion of things going on in your body. As that tones down, as a set of things calm down, we get to start to think and understand process our emotions for the other person. So you can look at your relationship and know you are loved and feel positively about that knowledge. At this point where your love is beyond that passion or has become apathetic towards the passion of the honeymoon stage, this at least in my opinion, is the true beginning of love. This is where we move forward with an understanding and expectation of, quote, this person will be a part of our lives forever. 
and like, don't get me wrong, guys. I am no expert in relationships. However, I've had only a few meaningful relationships in my 30 years, you know, um, a total of three long-term relationships, which have given me some opportunities to learn some different things about humanity as a whole and as well as about myself. And don't get me wrong, there's some shorter ones in there too that taught me quite a bit more than one might expect at times. But I do have some insight from those lessons, and this is what I'm trying to share with you guys. A big takeaway from my experiences is that apathy as love, that situation, is a generalized state. There will be times, even after you've reached that point, where passion will still envelop you in a relationship. And you kind of ebb and flow as time goes on. Nothing is stagnant or remains in, well, anything, really. But especially in human relationships. And in those moments in the, that come and go, you they will make your head spin. And they rekindle the early days of your relationship. And the best part of that... And the best part about that is moving forward from these moments of passion. Not only are you reminded of how things began, but also you get to re-solidify your knowledge and understanding of the love you have. And don't get me wrong, guys. I do understand that for some people... Apathy may never coexist with love. As I said, we all do love differently. And that is something that in the future I do intend on looking more into and discussing the various languages of love. So please do take what I share with you today with a grain of salt. However, for those of us that do experience this, you are not alone. And it may take one of you mounting your courage to discuss this with your partner to understand if they, feel, if they feel the same. It's also perfectly fine if they don't. When they don't, the key is to ensure they understand that the apathy is felt towards the passion, not the person. It is possible to love someone without being crazy about it. You don't need to be in their face about it. From there, you can tell them that your love is still strong and powerful, but perhaps it's more like it's become more mature or grown and it's changing or has changed. We as human beings grow and change physically, mentally, even spiritually over time. So is it so hard of a concept to understand that our emotions and our understandings of them also change? Therefore, in turn, how we view our relationships with the people around us will also change over time. Taking a step away from your relationships with your partner, think about how many people you were friends with when you were younger versus the circle of friends you keep now. Even if you do still have quite a few friends or people you regularly interact with, 
you, there will be some different faces in the circle you have today versus the circle you had before. And many different factors contribute into why our friendships change over time or who we are friends with may change. The same can be said about your relationships. Pick your friendship you've had the longest. Um, for me, probably would be uh, Ashley. Ashley's my best friend. She was my best man at uh, my wedding. I stood with her at her wedding. And one point in time, we uh, lived together. So the type of relationship that we've held as friends has changed drastically over the years. But we're still good friends. The same thing can be said about the relationship you hold with your partner. Especially if you are looking for a lifetime commitment with one person. Like my grandparents who just celebrated 65 years together. You have to be able to accept that these things aren't always going to be exactly the same. Whether it is that you feel apathetic towards passion or about something that they like to do, or you have to learn new things to really continue to feel a part of their lives, your relationship will always be changing and ongoing. I feel like this is a good point to break away from this conversation and ask you guys the uh, weekly question, because I figure this is a good way to get your brains thinking on this topic and maybe Evaluating if you're truly paying attention to the growth of your relationships. And not just with your spouse either, all of them. And even as kids get older, your relationships with them change too, right? Now this week's question I have for you guys is, do you know your love language? Bonus question, do you know your spouse's love language? For myself, quality time is a big one, as well as aspects, um, sorry, acts of service or doing things for the person you love. For my spouse, however, words of affirmation as well as physical touch are the top ones on her list. She very much is a hold my hands type of person. Though I will say she has become rather grateful of my expression of love through acts of service, which she uh, told me just the other day in a phone call she made to me. And I felt pretty good about myself. Not gonna lie. Now, as always, guys, you can get in touch with me on Twitter or email with CrownSO. That's Crown, E-S-S, the number zero, at gmail.com. And as always, down below the bridge where all the trolls live, if you're watching on the YouTube replay later. Those are the same ways you guys can get in touch with me if you would like to come on the show to talk about a particular subject, or if you want to suggest some topics that I cover in the future for the show. Next week will be a surprise for y'all, but I did have a few ideas come to mind while I was writing the show notes for this episode. Next week's episode will be relationship or adulting related regardless. And then the week after that, we're going to step back into our Raising Responsible Children series. 
And we're going to be talking about consistent discipline as well as fair discipline, which we've talked about a bit in the past as well. Like I said, this is a nice, short, and sweet episode, guys. Have a good night.